Welcome to Growth Amplifiers. I am Kenny Harper. Growth Amplifiers showcases ideas from the top business owners and entrepreneurs to inspire and empower you thrive in your life, business, and achieve a higher purpose. I'll be sharing actionable insights you can apply towards your business in each session. Growth Amplifiers is dedicated to you, your success, and fulfillment. Get ready to amplify. All right. Well, today we're going to be turning into the key profit drivers in your business. What are they? What can you do to improve them? And why it is so important. If you're familiar with the Pareto Principle, the 20% of things that you do on a regular basis produces 80% of the results. In a business, you want to know what those 20% are so that you can put your time, energy, and attention to focusing on the things that will give you the biggest yield because business has a tendency to take your attention elsewhere. Definitely. We see so many business owners that are so inundated with the day-to-day of their business, they can't see the forest from the trees. And although they think they're doing the right actions to move their business forward, they're really focusing on the wrong things. Now, you've been tuning in, and I promise you that from today's session, you will gain the five key profit drivers. That if you focus on improving each of these profit drivers, giving them attention and the right actions, you will improve your bottom line. It is not a question of if, it is a matter of how much, because that's how this works. You can actually calculate success in advance, and it's really powerful. So let's start off by talking about the five key profit drivers. Number one, we have lead generation. This is how many leads do you generate on a regular basis? Number two, sales conversions. This is your sales conversion rate. Uh, What is your average sales conversion rate? On average, how many leads do you convert from being a lead to being a sale? Number three, we have transactions. On average, how many transactions do you have per client? Number four is the average price per transaction. It's great if you have a lot of transactions, but if they're so small, then you can take some efforts to increase the prices. And last but not least, we have your profit margin. What is your profit margin? After all, it's not the money you make, it's the money you get to keep. All right, so let's go through these just, you know, on a high-level basis to talk about why these are important and just what's one thing that you can do to maybe implement and increase your your traction in, in these five key profit drivers. So let's talk about the first one, lead generation. Why is lead generation important? Lead generation is the fuel of your business. If you're not consistently getting new prospects into your funnel, eventually you're going to dry up. Uh, you know, we all talk about growing our business from our clients, but you still need some new leads coming in because there's always going to be some natural attrition. So you want to make sure that you're doing something on a consistent basis to drive those prospects to raise their hand. Right. So we need to have a strategy for generating leads. And we hear it all the time. What are you doing to generate leads in your business? And the business owner says, um, I get most of my business through referrals. Now, that is great, but where's the challenge with that, Manny? The challenge is you can't really control when you get a referral, so it's out of your hands, really. And unless you have a system such as you're part of a BNI where it's structured, where you know the activities 
going to generate some consistent results, there's no way to really grow your business on referrals in a way that you can scale and understand how it's going to grow in the future. Right. Now, we help our clients build you know, referral systems that they can implement and increase the amount of referrals that they're getting in their business. And it's great, and it's one of the best ways that you can ever gain leads is through a referral because trust is already built in. So it's great. And advertising, as we know, can be very costly. But if you can get both working for you, then you have the benefits of getting the referrals in, but you also can generate new leads in new markets that you may be limited to do if you don't have a strategy for generating leads. So what is a strategy for generating leads that someone may consider implementing in their business? It could be something like a direct mail postcard. So sending a postcard out to a specific area. This works really well if you're in a trades or a location-based business where you can send something out and generate interest for someone to take up an offer that you provide. Now, isn't snail mail dead? Isn't that (laughs) very costly and you can't track it nearly as much? Why in the world would you recommend that? Don't believe the hype. You know, a lot of people say uh, that mail is dead but the thing is back in the day you used to get one email and you get all excited but now we're have so many emails that we don't open half of them and the opposite is happening with our mail where we used to get a ton of junk mail but now it's reduced to the point where you can have an effective direct mail strategy because there's not a lot of people doing it and you're going to stand out exactly so that's the important part you need to have a strategy if you just send a blast of direct mail flyers to people with just your services on it. I doubt you'll get a lot of business, but if you have a strategy that gets someone to take the first step or they can get a copy of a book or a a coupon if they take the next action, something of value and you get that in front of your ideal customer, that is going to increase the likelihood of them turning into a lead. At the very least, you know that if you've gotten your message in your client's hands multiple times, Um, then you'll know what's working, what's not. You can track and measure that, definitely. So mail is not out. You definitely want to consider creating a combination of new marketing and old marketing. Play every ace to win. So now let's talk about sales conversions. It's great. I've heard a lot of people say, I get leads all the time, but they're bad leads, and they don't turn into customers. And I question, is it necessarily the leads? Sometimes you can get bad leads. Bad marketing can lead to bad leads. Hey, fill out this form and get a chance to win an iPad. That has nothing to do with the business, and you can get a lot of bad leads from people (laughs) filling out a form to win an iPad or something like that. But if you're marketing with a strong marketing strategy and people raise their hand because they have an interest in your product or service, then it may not be the leads are bad. It could be your sales process. I Many, what's the what's the important thing to consider when we're talking about sales conversions and sales process? Well, one of the biggest stats that I've seen that really stands out is eighty percent of sales require five follow up calls after that initial uh, meeting or connection, and we know that most people don't follow up. So if you don't have a way that you're reaching out on a consistent basis four, five, six, seven times, then you're missing an opportunity to convert those into sales. And that's where most businesses miss out 
is because they're trying to shoot once and hit it, and it's not going to happen. Right. So there may be people who are interested in your product or service. They're just not ready. They just simply may not be ready to pull the trigger right when you got your message to them. But if you don't have a way to follow up with them and build that relationship, you may miss the business when they're actually ready. This happens all the time. So you need a sales conversion system, something that's going to keep you top of mind, continue to provide value to the customer so that you can ultimately win their business through time. All right, in the next section, we're going to talk a little bit about transactions and prices. Because you may say, ooh, I closed a new customer. I closed a sale. Well, actually, that's opening a new relationship. That's not when business ends. A lot of times people think they made the sale, so they think, all right, now on to the next customer. All right, let's keep on let's keep on conquering the world. Now, you do want to continue to market and get new business, but you also want to focus on the customers you do have. Because a lot of times, business is lost due to perceived indifference. You quit focusing on your customers. They don't think you care about them, and you end up losing business. Or they don't even know the products and services that you offer. So they're not taking action or making purchases that they could be if you had a system that would educate them, nurture them, and show them that you actually care about having their business. Definitely. And we have a client who's in real estate, and you would think that if any industry would not be worried about number of transactions, that it would be a real estate agent because most people don't buy homes very often. But our our client, Wendy Griffiths, has built her system so well that she's had clients that have come back and bought their second and some even buying their third home. And the reason why is she's able to stay top of mind by continually reaching out and having that great relationship where she's providing value and she stays top of mind. Not only that, that's able to generate a ton of referrals for her as well. Right, so when you have a, a customer retention system, that aims to not only retain, but also ascend people into higher levels of doing business with you. That's how you can really get to increase the number of transactions people have with your business and also increase the prices. And you may be thinking, isn't that more like self-serving if you're just focused on increasing the prices to your customers? Well, if you were just increasing the prices, maybe that, that would be just only focused on you. But in this case, when you increase the price, you're aiming to provide more value. You're aiming to serve more. If you grow, you can provide better service to your customers, right? So that's just a way to think about it. It's not just about how much can you make, how much can you squeeze from every account, but it's how can I provide more value, give my client or customer more of what they're looking for, and benefit at the same time. Yeah, and I think that's why the pricing profit driver is so important. I think most businesses overlook this, and they don't see the opportunities to add services that are related to what they're doing. And even sometimes, you don't need to have that service that's done by you. You can find a partner business that can provide that, and you can work with that business to offer it to your clients so they have a seamless service with that, that uh, new product or service that you're offering. Excellent. Now, the fifth profit driver, we'll keep short, we're talking about profits. Well, this whole thing has been about profits. And I guarantee you, if you start increasing your profit drivers in each of those areas, they will increase your profits. If you want a better 
profit margin, you can either raise your prices or you can decrease some of your some of your costs. Another way you can increase your profits is just by running a tighter ship. And you can do that with systems and efficiency. And that's one of the things that we're totally focused on with growth amplifiers is running things more efficiently, amplifying their impact so that people can have more profitability, serving a higher purpose, and ultimately perform better overall. So now we're taking the time to think about what's the action we could take from this session. So I'm going to ask you, if you're not tracking your profit drivers in your business right now, you may have a general idea of what they are, but if you don't track what they are and you don't know what they are, then it's going to be hard to improve them. So if you're not tracking now, that's what you can do to start. Start tracking your KPIs, your key performance indicators, in a spreadsheet or in software. you got to know where you're at if you want to improve. And if you are already tracking your KPIs, your profit drivers, then start by creating a single goal for improvement. You may look at lead generation, it may be sales conversions, it may be the number of transactions per customer. Look at your KPI and focus on improving in one area. Then work on taking the actions to get those results. Thank you for tuning in to Growth Amplifiers. We encourage you to go to growthamplifiers.com to join our tribe. And if you have any questions, we'd love to hear from you and get your feedback as we continue to amplify your business. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.